Good afternoon, James Chapman. Good afternoon, Addison Corbin. For the third time today, we third are going, time. Third time today, we are going to try and get this podcast done. Um, Jesus. So, first round, I forgot to uh, push the record button, and uh, it was a beautiful podcast. It was a wonderful podcast. Absolutely great. Yeah, and I hate that our listeners uh, are unable to uh, experience the actual first run of this because I was amped up. Yeah, we man, we that was great. Like we discovered some shit. Yeah, like it was, it was just good for us. So I we hate that y'all missed it, but I will tell you it was it was good for us. So yeah, at at the end of the day, it allowed me to see a little bit of uh, the holes in the in the company that we like to call the Corbin team over here. Um, yeah. So that was good. Uh, we touched on a few different things. Um, one of those things was what, James Simon? Uh, well, the first, which I think we should reiterate because it's great for our listeners, is what is grinder? What does that mean? What does it right? mean? Yep. Yeah, what does it mean? It means to me being sharp like a blade. Mm, and what do you I do like with that. the blade? You sharpen it. <laughs> because if it's not sharp, it can't cut your thumb off. Yeah. You would know, right? I would know. I got the scars to prove it. There we go. That's what I like. So um, to me, the definition of the grind is not grinding you down to a nub, right? That's not the point of grinding. Grinding is to polish, to smooth to perfect, make you sharp, like you said, like a blade. Not working just to work. That's stupid, right? Be effective. Be effective. That's the Grinder Podcast. That's right. We're here to make you more efficient, to be the peers that you may not have on the outside world. We're here to kind of catch you in between the ears. Mm-hmm. Build that brain thought up to where yeah. you are hitting it on all cylinders. And maybe, yeah. maybe even becoming better as Ooh. a human. I like it. Yep. Um, maybe, yeah, hey, man, might be a little nugget every once in a while we drop right there on your plate. A little uh, pearl in the clam, as we like to say. Yeah, that or... A rock in the sandbox. A rock in the sandbox. Pick that some bitch up. Put it in your pocket. Maybe you'll use it later. All right. You know what they say? Is that a rock in your pocket or is that your penis? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They don't say that. Uh, I always heard happy to see me, but I like that. It's a little more direct. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, you know. Um, so that, and we also touched on 
James? We talked, we, we, our main conversation was core values. Core values. Yes. Um, and if you don't have core values, you might want to get some because they're there. You just might have to dig a little deeper inside your brain to, to kind of pull them out. Um, something I had a little epiphany uh, during our conversation and realized that we actually don't have any core values written down. However, we do have core values over here at the Corbin team. And I even, after our, our unrecorded podcast, I went back to the team and I said, hey, what are our core values? Brandon said, trust, prioritize, under, or he said, trust, understand, prioritize, and execute. I was like, I feel like a proud father. Nice. Like, I could hug you right now, Brandon. Um, so, it, you know, I didn't think that, that, we, that they knew. I didn't think that they understood what those core values were. Um, and at the end of the day, they do. Um, and we, I didn't even think about it. We actually have it printed out on a couple of our shirts that we do, um, and our hoodies or whatever. So that was, that was super cool that, um, I didn't think about it, but it was there and it was in their brains. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was super cool. And I forgot the fact that we even put trust on there. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, so here's the thing, here's what we're talking about. Cause Hey, y'all weren't there for the first conversation. Yep. We, we, um, core values may seem frou-frou, right? May just seem like the corporate thing to do, but it's important. Don't do like I did. When I started out, I had no core values, which is okay maybe to start out and not have them yet, okay? Develop them, but I was told it was important. I heard Zappos had great core values. I went, to, I went and Googled Zappos core values, and then I made those my core values. I didn't make them my core values. I thought I did. I just printed them down. We never used them. We, that wasn't us. It wasn't our DNA. So then being part of Arte, they started really hitting on us about core values and how to live by that. And I sat down and just thought, what's something that I think we exemplify? What is something that I take pride in? What is something that I look forward to or look for in my people and in myself? And we, we, I wrote those down. That's who we were, right? Those were my core values. It was only four. We just added a fifth, but those four are what we live by. Advise, not sell, have the right attitude, be persistent, be engaged and loyalty, loyalty to the core values, not to me, not to the company, to the core values. If you're loyal to those core values, you'll be all the, you'll, you'll be loyal to everything else. Right. And once I did that, then I started talking about them constantly. Every meeting, there was something where we discussed like, Hey, we need to be doing this when we're talking to a client. Why? Because that's having the right attitude or that's being engaged. Hey, when this person's tied up, this person needs to help, or you need to be looking at this. Why? Because that's being engaged in what the fuck's going on around you. You know, um, all those things hitting on that. I praise people based off of core values and I reprimand, so to speak, off of core values. Hey, this is why you missed it. This is our core value. This is having the right attitude. You got a shitty attitude and you're treating your coworkers like this. This is who we are. Be part of this. It lets people also know if they fit or they don't fit, yeah. you know, but that's what you need to live off of because it can be your guiding light as well. 
So I'm going on a rant here, but here's how you think about it. Your vision is your long-term goal, right? You have a vision of where you see your company going and becoming. That's the X on the map. That's the fucking X out there. That's, that's what the journey's for. Your plan is your path. That is the yellow brick road you are walking to get to your vision. Your core values are your guiding light. That's the fucking lantern you're holding to light the path to make it to your, your destination. Like, so remember, that is a key piece of it. You got to have a vision so you know where you're going. You got to have a plan so it's the path you take. And then you got to have something that lights the fucking way because it will be treacherous. It will be easy to fall off the path, right? Remember that. Have those core values and fucking live them. And don't go Googling shit. You don't need Google. You know what's in your heart. That needs to be your core values. Period. Period. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's something that, that, we, that we touched on a little bit before. But um, those, what, the way you break it down, James, is it, it just makes sense. It, it's one of those things that you, once you kind of see it that way, and you understand that you know you have to have the path. You have that. You have to have the the X out in the uh, Neverlands, right? But you have to understand. You have to have that lantern too to get get there, right? You have you have to go through this this piece of um, of understanding that that you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Um, and if you do, you know, you're not going to end up where you actually want to be, or where your company needs to go to. Um, and then something else that we touched on was the, the simple fact that Zappos, um, the, the book that I'm reading right now is called Delivering Happiness. One of the books that I'm reading. And man, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, they, they, they went through some shit to get where they are now. And you don't, you don't get to a place of, of excellence or a, a very strong business without going through some shit first. Like you, you've got to, you gotta, you gotta get to that point to where you don't know what the hell is going to happen. You don't know if this is actually going to be a successful business. And then you start building up that runway and your, your plane's getting ready to take off. And that's, that, that's the feeling that, that makes owning a business and building a team worth having. So man, that's, that's, that's just freaking awesome, just in general. Yeah, and take that. Take that about what you just said, all the struggles they had to get through, right, and the company they are now. Think about the company you are now or where you're at. Look, this podcast is just not for people who own businesses and have employees. You could be a solopreneur. You could be working for a company trying to make a difference. Hell, you could just be listening for entertainment. I don't know. Whatever you listen for, like I said, our goal is to give you a nugget here or there, right? because there's so much stuff coming at you. If you can just get a piece. I just finished up a meeting before we did this and we were, I was discussing a problem with one of my team members and they said, well, we didn't want to put it on your plate because you seem stressed right now. I was like, you know what? I am fucking stressed right now, but like, don't take that as bad. I signed up for this. I'm okay with stressing right now. This is what I'm dedicated to. I, don't like being stressed, but this is, this is 
this is what I'm willing to do to get where I want to go. I'm okay with dealing with stress. I'll make it, right? And this morning when I got fucking stressed out about I came into literally water pouring into one of my offices. <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah. and it's like, fuck, something else. And I almost got the wrong attitude. And then you know what I did? I started fucking laughing. I just laughed. Like, I was thinking, bitch, you say you want to be something. And then it makes it where you got to get something to prove who you are. And you're going to just roll over. Fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. That's not who you are. That's not how you do it. Fucking get after it. That's that enlisted. So grin and bear that shit, man. That's that enlisted attitude. You signed up for this shit. Yeah. Like, like you, you didn't, you didn't just wake up and and decide that you were just going to be mediocre every fucking day. Like you, 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 you've you've gotten to a point in your business where you're like, okay, I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to start doing some business owner shit. Oh, guess what? Along with that, you also have to deal with the little shit and the, the stressful shit and Oh, your AC is going out. That yeah. fucking sucks. But guess what? You own the building. Yeah. Like it yeah. nut up big guy, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Am I going to make it all work out? Fuck, I don't know. Probably though. Cause yeah. I always do. Cause I just stay the course. Cause I'm persistent. Right. And even when it kiss, kicks me in the fucking mouth, I might cry for a minute. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. I'm going to stay the course because I have a destination, right? And I have a plan even though the plan gets a little fucked up and I got something to light the way. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on it. And that's what you need to do too. That's, what you, that's not what you need to do. But if you're going to talk like you're going to go somewhere something and not just sit around and be a loser, you, you, you have no choice. You have no choice. So... Danielle, her day's fucked up as well, man. It's nasty. We got this tropical storm Sally or whatever. It's like, it's just like a bullshit day. Truth be told. And she said, I wish I would have just stayed in bed this morning. I was like, no shit. I was like, I probably could have stayed in bed and sat there and, and already started drinking. And she was like, Oh my God, that'd be so awesome. And I was like, you know what though? We don't get that. We, we don't get that we don't get that get out free card. That's not what we get. We got to still show up and we still got to do it. Yep. And then we, you know, what we did do though. We talked about when we're taking a break tomorrow night, we went out to a nice dinner together on a date night. We haven't had in a while. And we, and we immediately jumped into what we're about to earn. Oh, we're going to have this night. Oh man, I'm going to get this cocktail. Ooh, we're going to eat this. We're going to get dessert to go. Like, man, we got it. We got it all planned out. We're now fucking excited about it. Guess what? We don't give a shit that it's a bad day. We're just going to fucking get it done because we know what tomorrow night's going to bring us. And that's what we're working towards. Happiness. And what you want is on the far side of hardship. Everything you it, want. It's, like, it, it's like I said, uh, I probably said it on here, I say it to my team quite a bit. You know, the mountaintops cannot be so high if the valleys aren't low. That's right. Like, you've got to go through valleys to get to a mountaintop, man. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't make it more hard on yourself, though. I'll never forget, man. Funny story. I was in, oh, shit, I can't remember the base we were at. It was, it was a summer AT. 
and we were in Wisconsin, like Little Falls, or maybe that's Minnesota. I can't remember which one it is, but we were so far north. It was like at the headwaters of the um, um, Mississippi River, like the headwaters of the Mississippi River. So we're like way, way north. It's August, but it's usually the temperature is so mild where we were at that the buildings, the barracks we were staying in didn't even have AC. No AC. And um, anyways, we were staying in these barracks, no AC, because it's just so cool weather, weather usually. They had a record, like record-setting heat wave come through. It was so hot, those dudes getting butt-ass naked, sleeping on the concrete floor. Like just laying on the concrete floor, trying to keep cool. Like it was, it was, uh, it was, it was fucking crazy, but, um, fuck, I don't even know where I was going with that story. I have no idea. I was making a point, but I, I was in Lowe's. Oh yeah, yeah. So the point was, yeah, I'm getting off it. So we go out and do a land nav, just a land nav thing. You pair up, they give you the points, you and you and your battle buddy, so to speak, got to go hit all these points, come back. You got like a time hack. I can't remember. It was like two hours or something. Well, it's balls hot. We get to this one spot, and the way the train is, is like there's like this hill, all right? I say it's not a mountain. It's a hill, but it's probably 200 feet up, and it's almost like straight up. It's just this weird hill, but the woods were pretty dense, and we looked. We were like, well, the point's right on the other side of this hill, looking at the map and everything. So we're like, let's fucking get it, man. This is my buddy. Sullivan and I, we were like, let's fucking get it. So we just start going. So like, dude, we're having to grab trees and to like pull ourselves up. We got the top. We were fucking smoked, smoked, dude. But the view was amazing. All right. We looked down. It's so steep. We could just look straight down. We could see the point. And guess what else we see? We see another team that when they hit the hill, they walked couple hundred meters out of their way and went around the hill and walked over to it we did all that work for fucking nothing we could have just walked right around the hill and walked right to the other side so now we had to climb all the way down that bitch and then we got to it and then walked around the hill to go find our next point my point to that is you know don't just climb a fucking hill unless you're just like you know just trying to prove a point you know, you might waste a ton of energy that you can spend somewhere else. And that's exactly what we did. Cause we were like big, thick swinging. Oh, we got this shit. Let's fucking go. You know, he's fucking toting a, uh, a fucking machine gun. Like we got all our gear, man. And it was just stupid, stupid because we just didn't take two seconds. To say, okay, how can we do this smarter? Mm-hmm. But we were just a couple of meatheads, you know, knuckle draggers just like, well, let's fucking take the hill. Wasted all that energy and we said do the rest of the course. You know, so be smart too. Pay attention. Don't put your head down so low that you don't see what else is going on around you. Facts. Facts. And I think that's <clears throat> that's sometimes where where I get into a I get into a mode of just forget to look up. I forget to think about other things. And this is, this is in everything that I do. Um, I always forget that, you know, it's okay to take a minute and, and just recalibrate what, what we're doing or, or how we're doing this or what I'm doing. Um, 
and I just get into the, that go mode and I, I just, just forget everything that, that I'm supposed to be doing. And I yeah. just, I just start making a move forward. Um, and, and you know, it, it's one of those things that sometimes it works out and usually it works out, but if there's, there's a lot of the time where I'm like, man, could have done that a little bit differently and it would have yeah. come out roughly the same, but I wouldn't have had the same experience. Right? You know what though, but there's times that's needed. Yeah. And you, and you've showed me that because normally I'm the guy who overthinks it too much. Now I'm the guy who's like, Oh, let me think about the best route every single time. And sometimes it, what's that um, paralysis by analysis. Yeah. I mean, that's what that is, you know? And you, you got to be careful of that as well. There's a fucking balance to it or a dichotomy, however you want to say it, right? Like you got to remember there's two sides to that. This podcast exists only today because Addison and I had a conversation. He said, oh, we, we were just chit-chatting. I was like, yeah, that would be cool. That was basically all I said. I didn't even say about being part of it. He just said something about a podcast and said that'd be cool. You went home like that night and created the podcast, did you not? Set it all up, fucking started lining up interviews. I just happened to be the first interview. I was like, shit, this is fun. I want to do it more. So he let me team up. Yeah. You know, so sometimes when you don't know what to do, fucking just do something. Yeah. You know, and you, you've shown that to me many times. That's wild. That, and it's, it's always cool to hear somebody else say something like that. But I always, I guess I just, there, there's other times where I'm like, man, I, I just wish I would have thought about that a little bit further. <laughs> Of course, man. Of course. I still do that. And I, like I said, I can sit here and overanalyze the shit out of something. Yeah. But, but uh, I, think it's, I think it's Seth Godin that says it well. He's like, you know, uh, God, what, um, I can't remember the book, but he talks about shipping. You know, you just got to ship sometimes. You hit your dead due date, you got to fucking ship it. There's no more revisions. There's no more trying to figure it out. You fucking ship it. And that's yeah. what my team does. We ship it. And that was the term he, I thought it was kind of cool, you know, like you can always make it better, but sometimes it's about getting the shit done, you know, look right. back, learn from it, but you got to get that shit done, you know, That's and it allows you to go through quicker iterations of it. That's right. Um, man, that's, it's just, it's just cool to kind of think about things like that. And I think there's a lot of people out there that, that just, Oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. Get to it tomorrow. Um, but that's not always not always the best case. Not always the best case. Uh, switching so, gears really quick. Yeah. So what's your thoughts about I, I don't want to overbuild it up, but it's to me it's just amazing. What's your thoughts about Joe Rogan doing it it's not confirmed, of course. It probably won't happen, but Joe Rogan doing a presidential debate with him. Oh. Biden and Trump in a room. He's the only person that, that I would, I would say that could do it the correct way. That, that is the only thing that makes sense to where it's like you have three hours or however long to review actual understandings of the presidential candidates without any sort of bias, because you know Joe Rogan's the most middle-of-the-road person I know. The man's into guns, but also is into, you know, you know other liberal things that would... <laughs> I like how you put that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know what, though? I think he's just, he's a sponge, man. He's got his own opinions about everything. 
And you see that show through and he's just like the rest of us, but he realized his position is to listen and ask questions and try to understand stuff from other people's point of view. I think he's a master. Well, apparently, I mean, of course he's a master at it. It shows, you know, um, but I, but when, once they said that, I was like, holy fuck, what a great country we live in. And here's why I got me excited. You got a guy that was like, if he tells you about his past is unreal. Then he was a stand up, you know, stand up comedian, successful stand up comedian, did a couple of shows, but you know, I mean, by no means like an A-lister, right? you know what I'm saying? And now he's got this podcast that he just started off, you know, they talked about, uh, like his original sponsor was like the flashlight or some shit like that. Like, I mean, just hilarious stuff, man, but he's real. And he tries to understand people and he's built this amazing thing. And uh, it just made me realize like all podcast, I mean, all presidential debates or debates should be done that way. Get rid of all the extra special lighting and all that stuff. Sit down, have raw conversations, just like every other freaking American does. Yeah. And I, I think you would see like when he had Tulsi on and then he had Tulsi and Jocko on. I was like, this is, this is what we need. We need to actually have full conversations and full thoughts and not just some bullshit that was, that was written on a prompter for someone to kind of go over really quick. Yeah. For 30 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. The, if you're, if you're genuinely, genuinely trying to understand how a person's view are views are on different things, that takes longer than a minute response. Yeah. Sir, you have 30 seconds. Like what, what kind of fucking shit is that? If, if you yeah. want to have a full thought that takes a full conversation, which is usually about at least an hour, at least. Yeah. An hour. yeah. I totally especially agree. important things like what the president has to have, you know, even when he had Bernie Sanders on, man, I don't agree with pretty much anything, Bernie. That's just my personal opinion. It's yeah. nothing against Bernie. Everybody's entitled to their to their opinion or how they see things. But I I definitely understood more context of where he was coming from, yep. and I could respect it more, yep. even though I didn't agree with it. Fuck, I got people I don't agree with. I love being around people I don't agree with, as long as I can understand the context. I'm not just shoving something down my throat, telling me, well, I'm just right. You know, if they're hearing me, I'm, I'm listening to them. Right. And that was so, I don't know, man, I think it would be amazing. It would be historical. It would be. And then I'll even touch base back on on the Bernie thing. Like I used to hear things that, that he would say, and I I would just get so turned off on it. I'd be like, I'm not fucking listening to this dude. Like this dude's a fucking idiot. Right. That, that would be the thought in my head yeah. if I saw him like uh, on a campaign or, or whatever it might be. I'm like, I don't understand how the fuck people even connect with this dude. And then you hear him on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's asking him legitimate questions on, you know, what, why do you think this way? Or, or how, do, how do you think this would actually work? Or, you know, whatever it might be. And I listened to the full podcast. And I was like, I kind of understand where people could actually be like, Oh, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. But before that, there was no way that I was even going to consider that 
this would even be a possibility. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I don't agree with the point, whoever it is. I don't agree with their point. I see it completely opposite of that, but I understand their position. That's it. Fuck. It's not like people listening to us agree with everything we're saying. I hope some people disagree with what I'm saying sometimes. Yeah. Shit. I mean, like that's what makes this good. And if you do good for you, you're actually putting some thought in some of the shit we're throwing out here. Right. I hope you do disagree with me sometimes. So, I mean, it's, it's healthy. Anyway, they got off on a tangent. Let's tie a bow on this thing for everybody. Can I do that? Mm-hmm. All right. So running back, all we're encouraging you to do is, is just have a plan. Think it through. All right. Make your head hurt a little bit if you need to. No, Noah paralysis by analysis. Okay. But make some decisions. Just look at some stuff. Your um, vision is your X on the map. It's what you're looking way out to get to. You, ha- you build a plan. That's your yellow brick road to take you down the path, right? And then your core values are lighting your way. It's keeping you on the path. And when you start stumbling off the path, that light might be getting a little dim. You might need to focus on it and, and remind yourself and be the example for your team, your coworkers, fuck your boss of what the core values are, right? And if you're not the boss and you didn't create the core values, ask, ask him or her what they are. That's a great idea. And then exemplify it. Hell, you might see new life breathed into that person. You might breathe new life into a company you don't own and your name's not on the door. That's a difference maker. So think about those things. Also, just because a company has a long-term vision and plan to get to it, you need to have a personal long-term vision of where you want you see yourself and your plan to get there and following those core values to make it happen, not just for the company, but for yourself as well. Folks, hell of a podcast. Hate you missed the first one. This one is actually pretty good. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, with that being said, we have a, we've got some things that are, that are in the works behind the curtain and super stoked to be able to bring you a little bit more thoughts into those and, and what actually has happened. I just can't say anything yet, nor can James. Um, so I'm, message me. I'll tell you exactly. Um, so they're, they're coming through. And as soon as we get the green light, I will let you know exactly what's, what's going on. Um, but super stoked. Definitely appreciate you guys. James. Grinder out.